Hello, welcome to episode 74 of Fangin' of Anger with Gangrel and Raymond over in a dark corner. And uh, I'm not saying it's a dark corner because he's got some kind of Jay-Z Illuminati buzz going on or P. Diddy or whatever's going on over there. But we got Raymond sitting over there watching from the shadows. What's going on, Raymond? Nothing, just happy to see you. I'm happy to be seen. I disappear a lot. I've been MIA. I get it. You know, like like uh, lost, lost in translation somewhere, or lost in Florida, or lost in the world. They're sitting in an airport for nine hours trying to get home. But uh, yeah, I've been out running and gunning, um, living, living, loving on the run, and and, and running under the gun, man. So, uh, but life's good and uh, banging and banging. So, so what's new? I can tell you what I, I what's been bothering me, but I can tell you what too much time in the airports have been doing to me. Uh, I, I was before you get there. I was thinking about making a, a, a collage or just a collage of all your airport experiences. It's like, yeah, I want to yeah, hear. I, it. I, I think I got a little black cloud on me. I'm starting to think somebody took uh, and put the, threw some chicken bones and, and uh, put a little spell on me in my airport travels. But but if they did it to me, they did it to the, all the other 200 passengers on the airplane with me because uh, they're having the same amount of bad luck. So I'm just going to say I've just got it. Uh, I'm just had a string of some bad flights. So it's the bad weather going on in the United States everywhere. If anybody's traveling through the summer, they. They get it. They're packing the flights full. There's less flights, and then the weather comes, and then the pilots time out, and it's been disastrous. But with all this time sitting in the airports, I've, I've picked up a new vice, and I'm a little concerned, and I'm a little worried. I don't know what to believe. Not what I don't know what to believe or, or what not to believe. Um, but I've gone down a rabbit hole, Raymond. I've gone down a rabbit hole, and it isn't professional wrestling at all. It's not. What, what is it? It is. It, I'm almost scared to say it because. It, I mean, we're out here live on the air. I don't want to end up getting thrown off a bridge or something because I'm not suicidal or anything like that. <laughs> like, all this, uh, I don't want to say Illuminati and elite parties uh, yeah. and all this. Oh, man, what is going on with all that? Have you been watching any of that? Do you look at any of that stuff? I've been looking at that stuff. Um, you guys uh, are just becoming aware of it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, is this what the whole woke thing is about? No. Or is that something else? It's the opposite. That's the opposite? Yeah, it's the opposite. So tell me, what's going on? It's kind of deep, but I'll just give you a summary. I, I got my own version, so All come right, on. So give me your summary, and let's see if we're in, on the same page. In a summary, there's a undergovernment. I'm a little scared. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm a little, look, I, this, I like, cause I don't know what, I, you know, I'm a, <laughs> not a church going man, but I believe in God. Hey, this. And, uh, you go on. You go ahead, because like, uh, this could get us missing, though, but. um, Don't get me missing. <laughs> Y'all just get Raymond missing. <laughs> I won't hold it against y'all, like, so go, go on. So there's a, a black government. Well, 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 I didn't see none of that in rap, but we're going. There's a black undergovernment that works underneath like, the government. It's like a shadow government. Oh, not like black people. No, it's no, all no. black government. Yeah, it's no black government. Oh, no, so oh, it's a, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like a uh, black rock or black, uh, a shadow government working shadow underneath government. the government. Okay, he scared me. Now. I was like, wait a minute, so, I missed this whole thing. Well, yeah. Go ahead. All right. I'm so they handle all the the they take care of all the missions and stuff that um that the typical the normal government like they have no idea about. So with the UFOs, the reason there was a disclosure. Because if you think about it, why would a someone a U.S. Uh, a U.S. agent have to tell Congress about what's going on with UFOs? They would already know, but they don't because it's the under the shadow government who's doing it. Well, I can watch the X Files and figure that out. Nah, okay. So <laughs> what's happening is a lot of the UFOs we're seeing, they're um man-made like UFOs that the U.S. created or like the, uh, the shadow I, government created. Before you go any further, I figured they were just our war crafts that we're testing and and using and yeah. spying on people not they're not actually ufos from another planet yeah the next thing you're gonna try to tell me the world is actually flat no because no. <laughs> i've been hearing that stuff too no but 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 that's why you can only take certain routes and go this way i'm gonna come on now like i've traveled around yeah. the world and back again like lisa stand been around the world and i, I can't <laughs> find my baby you, you don't know that song i know, I know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh i think it's round uh i was told it was round i was brung up in school believing it was round. believe it was round but, uh, but um, yeah, but that's not that's not that's not the rabbit hole. The, the, the round world and the flat world. We'll go come back to that later. But go on. So this black this shadow government you believe mm-hmm. this is your thing is uh, controlling and handling all the things. So nothing to do with like the YouTube videos. Oh, the government says through UFO, so you missed this bill that was passed in the middle of the night, where you could get five hundred and fifty dollars a week if you make under fifty-four thousand dollars a year, or you're missing out on one thousand two hundred dollars a month of medical bills, this and that, because the UFO, the, the government wants you to look at these UFOs while these bills are going through. It so is you a don't distraction. That money. It, it is. But a that's, that's just right there on Facebook. They do that, and I'm scared to click on those ads because uh, I don't know if they're real or not. <laughs> I'm thinking. 
I, I don't know what I make, but so, I don't think I qualify to fall into that five hundred and fifty dollars yeah. a month. But but uh, but I'm worried about you know you put your information in yeah. and they start. So they have a, a space force now. Have you ever heard, you, you heard about that? We still on the black op yeah. government. Yeah, okay. the government. They they just they created a space force. Like how we have the Air Force, the Army, the Navy. It's created a new branch, the Space Force. Also, it's like the Twitter X. No, that that's <laughs> privately owned. This Space Force is like the government. Okay. So now they're... So you, um, you're trying to tell me Twitter ain't government? No. No, you not. don't think all social media is the government? or or. No. No? I think they have their ways of trying to control it. Well, I think we just voluntarily give all that information, and yeah. they just they exploit us because we're yeah. so dumb that we want fame. Yeah. And this is where the other rabbit hole I go down is... These celebrity parties, the Illuminati's, and all this other stuff, because people are so busy chasing fame, it was just easy prey. And maybe it's the end of times. So they're talking about satanic stuff and this, and there's so much going on. And you get some guy with a clown face tattoo that says he's saved by Jesus, and trying to say Keanu Reeves is a satanist. And I'm like, what the hell? How, and how it's is Keanu Reeves, John John Wick, and then, you know. What I'm, what I'm thinking now, it's working. It's working on you. Well, it, you don't. It, well, yeah, it's got me. It, no, it's got my mind working. I, I don't know that it's working on me because ultimately I'm going to live my life the same way I've been living my life day in and day out, and I'll deal with it. If 2027 and the world comes to chaos and they release a virus and we all look like <laughs> zombies and they've been prepping us for it, then so be it. Then I'll just pull my 9 millimeter Glock and shoot what I can until I die. <laughs> like, then I'll die fighting just the way I came in this world, fighting for breath. I'll go out fighting for frat breath and freedom. That's how I'll go out. But, um, and, you know, I'm not super, super patriotic, but I am proud to be here. I've traveled the world and everywhere. And the United States is, is, is cool, despite all, all these thoughts and that's this and this and that. But that's, 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 our, that's, our, that's our choice. That's, that's part of being an American and being born here. You, you have the freedom of speech and freedom of thought. And just can't act out and do horrible things, you creepy bastards. But, <laughs> but, but I don't know. I'm getting really like, so much of it on the Internet, so much, Raymond, and I. And I just watch it, and it goes from video after video, and I go, you know, you got this guy saying that he's seen these people eating the legs, and then, then the other one, Tom Hanks, or, you know, then they say Kevin Spacey got off, right? Because all his, the witnesses have disappeared or died. Kevin Spacey. So he's off. So they, yeah, remember he had them charges for sexually this and that with a girl and a young guy, and he, Kevin Spacey, he got canceled, the, dude, the actor, he got canceled, but then all the witnesses died, he got off, he got cleared in, in London over there. No, I didn't. Be, that didn't even reach I me. And then so another guy was calling out. You haven't seen this other one where the other guy was saying Tom Hanks was uh, grooming his daughter, like in, uh, and he said Seth Rogen or Seth Green or one of those Seths. I don't know. Don't don't get mad at me either one of it because I don't know which one it was, but it was one of those Seths. But he said Spielberg and blah blah blah. You never seen that one? No. Oh, and then so this guy was doing these videos saying that, but basically he was talking about Tom Hanks was grooming his daughter or something or something. The guy would say, I'm not suicidal, this and this and that. And then um, then the dude dude apparently jumps off a bridge in Arizona on Route 66. 31 days or 39 days before that guy jumped off a picture, Tom Hanks, off that bridge on Route 66, Tom Hanks took a picture on Route 66 of a glove and said, roadkill? I hope not. <laughs> and then like, so people are tying that together. Then they're going even a, a bit step further about the glove had red in it. And then the red handkerchiefs mean this with some kind of child or some kind of crazy shit in the world. I mean, the world is gone. It's either completely mad and it really is the revelations and we're in hell, or everybody's just gone effing crazy. And I, but you tell me, am I buying in? No. Is my mind thinking? Yes. Do I start looking at people like they're reptilians? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think the world. I don't think the world's gone mad. I just think we have social media now, so we're able to see. And everybody's got their opinion out there, and yeah, I think and, that's what and it everybody's is. really good at editing and, and really make, like like what about the girl on the plane? What do you think the story behind that? She said that guy's not real. You remember the girl that got up and then they just finally found her. That's been a big thing too. You even know what I'm talking about? Was it the black girl? No, the white lady. She got up and said he's not real. He's not real. And they, no? she kicked. She wanted to get off the plane. It was big news for a while. She said his eyes did something, and and he was in a hoodie. I think he had a green hoodie or some kind of hoodie on. And they, they couldn't find this lady identifier. People tried to say they would show videos of, look, it's a mask, it's the government because mm -hmm. they were doing something. They didn't want you to this and this and that. And then they finally identified her as a, some lady from Texas. But that's, no? You're missing mm -hmm. all this. See, I've been way deeper in holes than you. You're over here with black <laughs> op governments. You've been watching too much blacklist None and stuff in the cabal and the mighty hand and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, stuff is real. Too much, uh, too much uh, Ninja Turtles. See, look, they plots. created the Space Force. And they're using all this UFO stuff to spook you guys up. 
so that they can put money into it and they're spooking you guys out. Who's getting scared of UFOs? I, I'd embrace UFOs. I would think it'd be cool as hell. I'm always looking for a UFO. It's not be, spooking me out. It's uh, if, if they're going to come down, if there's an alien and they're going to come down and drop some fucking boom, Independence Day ray on us, then so be it. Ain't nothing I'm going to do. It'll be quick. <laughs> It'll be quick. I'm certainly not going to. Let me tell you, Raymond. I was in a plane with Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, sitting in first class. We just took off from Atlanta. The plane goes up in the air. And the, the cockpit in the first class cabin fills with smoke. Eddie and him start freaking out. Then the plane has to turn around. So it drops the fuel. It had to dump all its fuel immediately because it was a fire. Uh -huh. It had to land back. So the plane was going bam, bam, bam. <laughs> you know, you, your seat belts was like riding a bull or something, right? And the cabin's full of smoke. So granted, you think you're going to die. All I did was pray and say, please let my kids know I loved them. And I went back to sleep all the way down. I went to sleep. And they, I, when we landed, they were shaking, and they had bottles of wine, and they were drinking the wine. They gave us free booze. They put us in the club. Everybody, and uh, they said, how could you do that? I said, you think I'm going to be afraid all the way down on my dying days? <laughs> I made my peace and went to sleep. I wasn't, I'm going to sleep to my death. I'm not, I'm not going to scream, cry, and worry about it all the way down. It was a, that was a, it was a situation. There was nothing I could do about it. So it was out of my hands. So some little motherfucker comes from outer space up there, whatever he looks like or whoever it is, or even if it's another government, I don't even know. And wants to drop some ray and evaporate us, or they want to drop a nuclear bomb. What am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? I, now, I did put a post up on Facebook this morning and said, even the, if you were, don't think small things count, you never fall asleep with a mosquito in the room. <laughs> like, you can change, you know, a mosquito can annoy you. But, but there's nothing I could do about that plane. There's nothing I could do about a, about a nuclear bomb. Now, zombies is something I can worry about. <laughs> zombies start coming at me. I got to start shooting motherfuckers there because, you know, you might be able to survive that, but all that other stuff, come on. See, the scary thing about that is um, if we do get attacked by an alien race or an alien force... Bigfoot? Because they try to say he's an alien, too. How did you know? They're saying he's an alien, man. My alien people are telling me these Bigfoot's an alien. I, I read something about that, too. But it, it would be the government doing it. The government doing everything, I think. It would be the government attacking <laughs> us, like, pretending I, to be dead. I think we're so easily evil. misled. Like, I, I don't know what's up or down or round and round. So, whether you believe in God or not, I think you better just... Find your faith and have faith in something. Pick your ground and stand it as long as it doesn't come to a giant war. But I do have inside information that people think by 2027, uh -oh. this world could be chaos. Is it not already? No, it's going to be way worse. Like, go get dual passports and stuff like that and, and uh, go to places like Mexico and, and uh, not, not other places where the U.S. will bounce you back. Mm -hmm. They say the government tries to keep you afraid of Mexico. They show you all that bad stuff. There's really good places in Mexico to go, you know, and um, <laughs> very beautiful country. It's not all cartel and heads getting rolled into bars. You just see all that to try to deter you from going over there. I'll, I'll take my chances here. <laughs> I'll take my. You take your chances. I don't. I don't. I don't have enough money to get a duel. Uh, I wasn't. I'm born here. I, I don't know. People are from here, so I can't. Um, but if you're, I don't know if you want to go to. I mean, if you're Israeli or something like that, or your family, you can go over there. You got dual citizen. You can get a passport, and some people can uh, British get British passport. But I don't know which countries are bounced back. But I, I don't care because there's nothing I can do about any of that. So uh, I, I'm not rich enough to to be able to have that fail safe. I'm just going mm -hmm. to live my life and have faith in God and, I, and, and move forward. Now you can believe in your black op government, <laughs> shadow warriors. I in got the some dark. stuff to send you. Oh, don't send me. I got some stuff don't to send you after don't this. Don't put anything on my thing and drag me into your <laughs> cultural world. Perfect flight stuff for you to watch. We talking about Denzel Washington? Perfect. What was that flight? What? what? <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, yeah. So that's the rabbit hole. I've been like, uh, it just, it's just never ending. He goes from some clown with his face tattooed up to saved by Jesus, which maybe he did go to celebrity parties. Maybe. Because, you know, he describes them like, oh, I went there and there's masks on it and all these celebrities are there wearing robes and, and, and uh, doing sexual acts and this and this and that. And, I, and, and if you're just listening to him, you might go, oh, he's, this is crazy. But, but I, I think I've been to one of those parties. And uh, so, so I don't think it's totally crazy. Do I think he's over the top? Kind of like, like, like Jim Cornette, right? So we'll, we'll keep it back to wrestling. So... Like Jim Cornette, like I will agree with like, and and Jim Cornette is a knowledgeable, super smart man. I I, I get along great with him and everything, but I I agree with like eighty percent to ninety percent of what he says. I think there's that, that ten to fifteen percent is uh, for entertainment forms and to 
get people on there and controversy, you know, where they like you go over the top with stuff and maybe he doesn't hear something all the way out and he just strongly voices his opinion. But but he is right and what because he very much views wrestling the same way I do and stuff like that. But um, but you got camera issues over there now. See, they're just stopping you, Raymond. They're stopping you. They're coming at you. <laughs> Cameras are beeping. They're letting you know. They're listening. Sending yeah. you a warning in Morse code. You can hear it over there. I don't know if the people in the studio can hear it, but the cameras are all going crazy now. So and it isn't Jim Cornette doing that. Cause it's, it's, it's his black op government you're dragging me into. I, I, I think so. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but like this guy, so not that I'm even, he's like Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette's a credible, like, and Jim Cornette, all this stuff's legit. Um, this guy, I'm not so sure, but. But he says he goes to these parties and he's seen them doing satanic acts and drinking blood and, and stuff like that. So uh, maybe, yes, these have happened at parties because cause I've seen this kind of stuff at parties, you know what I mean? But but I, I don't know how, he, how he's naming all these celebrities, so it gets kind of weird. And, and, and it gets kind of over the top, so I think maybe there's some, it could be, uh, yes, there's a party, yes, some of this stuff happened, but was these celebrities there doing that and now he's saved by Jesus and he does everything Jesus and he's doing sermons and stuff so it's really hard to say in this world because you know how everybody wants to get clicks and views yeah you know did he do all that for a greater purpose in his mind to to get his channel up to 160,000 and and now he could push you know religion or being saved or, or but because you know he names all these celebrities but he won't tell you like who who brought him to the party or what said celebrity did at the party he'll just say oh they're satanic mm. they're satanic there's pentagrams and people are doing satanic acts and i believe it if you, if you listen to him and ask him what did keanu reeves do and they go oh, i can't tell you and you know which maybe you can't i mean there's a lot of things i've talked on here i certainly don't want to say but it's because i have respect for somebody i wouldn't put their name out there and say well this guy gang banged and this girl <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not gonna tell you some of the horrible things i've seen on the road uh I didn't agree with him, but uh, certainly I, I, I'm guilty, very guilty of maybe turning a blind eye to stuff, but, but there was nobody hurt, and, and they were all seemed to be mutually happy. It just wasn't my bag of tricks or anything I wanted to be a part of. But See, you see? Bro, like, this is fucked. I'm, I'm not even joking, bro. This shit has never happened. It said the disc is too slow, though. I'm trying to tell you, man. They know I know. That's... <laughs> That's crazy. Hold on, it's never done this yet. All right, we're back up. Are we good now, Raymond? <sighs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, we're we're good. Uh, this one's going, so yeah, we're good. We're we're good. We had some some technical difficulties. Right, seventy-four episodes, so seventy-three episodes. You've never had a technical difficulty. Never in my life. You get on here and start talking about either the dark government. Or you get on here and start talking about demons and God and whatnot, and then everything goes to hell. Yes, the comp even the computer, which never, like, wow. simultaneously. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should continue on. Maybe we should just go back to the boring-ass wrestling. <laughs> I, think so. wrestling. <laughs> like, I think so. But, uh, but you have to check this guy out, though, that I was talking about. This, I think he's called Richie DeBar. He's crazy. But he says, I don't know what to believe with him, whatever, but claims to be all these parties. But I, I was going to tell you about a party I, I went to. And... Um, I'm not gonna say the famous person I went to the party with, okay? But uh, we were in a bar in Vegas. Me and this other girl I was married to, and uh, this guy. This guy went on stage and he sang and everything, blah blah blah, just impromptu singing. There was these two weird dudes. Uh, I say they're weird, but they're like kind of suit suit like tuxedo. It's like no, nah, not tuxedo, but very dressed well. Mm -hmm. Came out and invited us to this party, so it was a private party. So. Uh, we go up, uh, we go upstairs to this hotel, and the whole floor is rented out. Pretty much like, the, 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 well, that whole floor was rented out. I don't think the whole hotel was rented out, but you went up the elevator. When you got off the elevator, and the way it was laid out, it was a kiosk, like a little, you know what a kiosk is? Like yeah. A little counter set up, right? Mm -hmm. People checking, checking you out as you came in. Two people in tuxedos, all right? And, uh, and the, the two dudes that invited us, oh, they're with us, right? So... We walk in there and it's a whole floor of a hotel, and uh, 
All the doors are open in all the rooms. You just look down the hallways. All the doors are open. As you walk, you look through one room, you see like a swing hanging, like a sex swing. And so you're like, well, you know. So we hang a left, kind of went in either the second, the first or second door, and we went in the left. And we're following the person, this this other like celebrity guy. Now, people that let us in weren't wearing masks. People that invited us weren't wearing masks. But everybody else had these weird ass like masquerade masks on and stuff like, mm-hmm. like really weird trippy trippy mask true story and uh i, I could probably bring homegirl on here uh i don't talk to her that much anymore but she could probably tell you about it but um the person we went with that was invited with us just veered over to the left when we went into one room so it was like a studio and it was like a living room area and i go over there and see what he's doing like because he's just like he's over there having sex with a girl right in the middle of the floor with a group of these weirdos in these masks watching, you know? And uh, so he's having sex, like, full on, just this girl's an Australian porn star or something. She didn't have a mask either. And uh, she, I think she was invited up to. Um, but he was just doing a boot scoop boogie with her, like, <laughs> getting it on. Like, like, my girl goes, uh, what's going on over there? I said, oh, this dude's over there. Just, <laughs> she goes, no. I go, no luck. She goes, no, we got to go. She wanted to leave. She was like, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, uh, no, nah, let's see where this goes. You know, <laughs> which, which scares me is I, I felt so comfortable there. That's what scares me. And uh, I'm like, no, nah, let's see. I, I, this is interesting. And, and, and we find a spot to sit down, and uh, there's a DJ. And we look up, and the DJ is on top of like a, uh, I want to say like a baby grand piano, an elegant, like beautiful, uh, you know, musical mm-hmm. piano. He's up there. He didn't have a mask on either, though. He didn't have a mask. But all these other people had masks on. It was really weird. And uh, uh, so I look at him, you know, trying to, there's some kind of like techno, weird vibe music. I don't know. And uh, kind of look over to the right, and there's a naked lady on this giant chain of a spider web, chained to it, like handcuffed or something. Like she's fastened. Off her feet, like hanging, suspended in the air, mm-hmm. naked on this big ass thing that looked like a spider web. My girl's like, "We gotta go." <laughs> I got it. I go, "No, no, no. Let's see where this goes." And then a fire dancer comes in. Now this fire dancer comes in. And he starts just dancing. But it was—I don't want to say it was satanic looking, but now that I think about it, he's probably satanic looking, you know. But he comes in and he takes the fire and is burning her in her private areas, down low, the nipples. And she's just oh. and like, I'm not just like, he wasn't just heating it up, you know, <laughs> you know, like just whatever. He's, he was burning, burning these things. And she's like moaning and pleasure or whatever. Now, in the meantime, while this is going on, the, uh, those dudes that invited us up there kept bringing her drinks. And uh, she says, and I go, you're not going to drink that? She goes, no, I'm not drinking that. We need to get out of here. <laughs> and I go, I'll drink it. She goes, don't oh, drink well, that. You... Don't drink that. I go, I'll drink it. Because I didn't want to go over to the bar. It was like around the thing. And, and I, I'm not going to say I was creeped out, but I still was like observing. Shit. Like I'm trying to get my boundaries. So I, didn't, I wasn't ready to go around away from her yet. You know, like, I wasn't going to leave her there. Uh, so I said, I'll drink them. So I pounded those couple of drinks because I'd already been drinking all day. So I wasn't rationalizing 100%. And she wasn't really drinking. So she was full thought process and everything. And uh, she's like, we got to go. We got to go. I go, no, 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 no. And then, uh, but I think they saw that she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And they was talking to me. And then they came up to me and they leaned in and said, hey, if you go in the bathroom, there's some party favor things, you know. Like, I'm like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> You know, this is my wild days. So let me go check that out. (laughs) So I did leave her. (laughs) I went to the bathroom. And uh, I get in there, and there's this big old dude. Like, like, I mean, maybe the boots had lift on it. I didn't look at the boots, but they were like Doc Martens. But they might have been like New Rocks and had the lifts on them. But he was naked. All I saw was a bare-ass face of me. And and he had (laughs) an apron on, like a leather apron tied to him. So he's in boots and a bare apron. When the dude turns around, he has a gas mask on. (sighs) Like... Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so we got, so he goes, What do you need? And I look over behind him, and there's a scale out and a kilo of cocaine. And he's just cutting stuff off the kilo and, and like, just cocaine. So, so I, I took three to go. <laughs> and I, and I, I gave one to said celebrity that was with me. 
See, now that's why I say I understand how he doesn't want to say things, but I'm not putting her name out there. He was like straight out putting people's names out there uh-huh. and calling them satanic. I'm not calling this person satanic by no means. I'm just saying he got some booty like right there in front of everybody. <laughs> Didn't have no issue with it. Like if he was really that celebrity, he could have been really a lookalike. I, I don't even know. It's so bizarre. You know what I mean? It could have been bait to get people. I don't know. If you think about things, you let your mind play a lot of tricks. On you. But these are things that are just facts that I'm telling you. Like I'm not gonna think if it was a real that real person or not. Like I'll, if I ever run into that person again, I'll ask them if they remember that. If they look at me like I'm crazy. I'll, I don't know. Then, 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 then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, so I will, oh, so I'm in the bathroom and then I get three three eight balls. And um, and I know I, and I don't do this anymore. I don't recommend it. I don't find it wasn't fun, kids. So don't, if anybody's listening to this, I'm not recommending that. It's just where I was in my life. If you if you've been in and listened to the show, you know that I had a went through a dark phase. And my life is good now. I'm married to a beautiful woman, Miss Susan, and life is all good. So uh, life's peaches and cream. And then uh, so, but then so, <laughs> a lot of darkness. So so, uh, uh, so now I'm like thinking, ah, we can stay a little longer, but. I go back over to her and I go, well, let's go walk around. Cause she's like, we gotta go, we gotta go. She's getting really pissed at me now. Like she's, she's getting to the point. Like if you don't leave, I'm leaving you. You know, you're gonna stay here. And uh, I go, well, let's just go walk and check out these other rooms and stuff. So uh, get up and then I go, whoa! I felt like a little something. I'm like, whoa! And I didn't think about the drinks. And she goes, you shouldn't drink those drinks. I go, maybe not. I don't know. So I did some other stuff. I tried to balance out and I was like. It was like, I was really like crashing. And uh, we get to this one room and I sit down on a bed. And the bed is the size of a 16 by 16 wrestling ring. This is a big bed. I look up, there's beers. Look around and here comes these two dudes in the suit. So I'm thinking they're kicking me out of there, right? The guys that checked you in uh-huh. at the front. And uh, they go, hey, you good? I go, yeah, I think so. It's a big ass bed, you know? And I, he go, yeah, an orgy's about to happen in here. I go, whoa, <laughs> I'm at an orgy. And I, I look at her, and she's like, we gotta, we're going now. If you don't come with me, I'm leaving your ass here. Don't expect me to be there when you get home, you know, back to the hotel. I'm like, no, I said, I got to go. <laughs> I had to go. But, I like, they, like, they came home and said that. So And there's all these weird people in masks. And so we go to get out of there. And by this time, I have lost all bearings to where I was. It took me... It felt like a lifetime, but it probably took me an hour and an eight ball of cocaine to find my car. <laughs> because I was dropping. I was so uh, yeah, so messed up on whatever was in those drinks. So I get back to the hotel room, and I'll cut the short story. I get back to the room, and she's, like, mad because, like, uh, she didn't really do those kind of drugs and stuff like that or anything. And then I was just I was drunk and just being obnoxious and, and ass. Not, not rude or mean or anything, but just not listening, you know, like. Had my own agenda, whatever. When you're drinking, you're an idiot sometimes. You know, I was an idiot that day. And uh, uh, she's trying to sleep, and then she, she wakes up. She goes, "What is wrong with you? Why are you looking at me?" I went, "Uh, um." And she goes, "What? I told you not to do that stuff." I go, "No, it's not that stuff." She goes, "What is wrong with you?" I go, "Man, your your face is like melting, and you look like Alice Cooper." You know? And she's like, "What?" And I go, "I think those drinks were like." some kind of dirty ecstasy or something really bad. She's like, I told you not to drink it. Of course, I heard a lot of I told you so for the next three days. But um, about that time, I looked at my hand, and it was the, you ever see the yellow transformer, like the car, like Bumblebee? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was that, right? And then my hand turned into a helicopter and flew off my (laughs) arm. I'm like, whoa, no. I go, my hand just flew away. You know, I'm like freaking out. My hand just flew away. She's like, shut up and go to sleep. But there was no way I could go to sleep now. It was like, whatever it was. Uh, was like an ecstasy or something dirty, but it it had it, it would wake you up. It was crashing me earlier, like, but then you went to another like a level of mm-hmm. like kind of awake and tripping and balls and sweating. And I just laid there all night. I had to be somewhere the next day and uh, go there the next day. They they almost didn't let me into this 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 is reward ceremony. And they said, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "No." They go, are you going to hurt anybody? I go, no. I go, I'm just tripping balls. Somebody spiked my drink. And they're like, okay, go on in. So I'm not going to say where it was or what I did. But the end of that night, I, I, I sat there through the whole ward thing, sweating and sweating and sweating. And by the end of the night, when I started feeling better and felt normal, next thing you know, I was sitting with Flavor Flav from Public Enemy. He's like, you all right, man? I go, yeah, man. I was on a bad trip. He goes, it looked like it. You know, It just happened to be randomly in a, a bar, a private room up in a bar. And I looked down, and the girl, was, she was sleeping, and because she had enough, like, like, but, like, I couldn't sleep because whatever was in my system just, like, was crazy, you know, like, uh, but 
with all that being said, I don't know why I explained all that. Now people are thinking, hey, girl's a weirdo. But <laughs> I'm thinking, was invited to that party randomly. Like, they was picking people. And I, I, I don't know if they're grooming you for things or or these bad things are going to happen to you or these motherfuckers are all going to pull out something and drink your blood. You think you're a vampire, which you see us. <sighs> you know, I, I don't know what was going on there. I don't know what I almost got into. I know what I saw. So when I listen to this guy, and go back to this guy with his face tattooed up, this rich kid, brother, I go, okay. I go, it's just dead again, bro. Whoa, see? And every time you fish your hand, it goes out. You see that? So cut right at that part. You see make it going Whoa, you see this? Uh, that, yeah, Raymond. Maybe it's time to not talk about it, man. Yes, see what happens. Extremely. It's, yeah, it's going now. Yeah. All right, so Raymond, there's another technical difficulty. I don't even know where I'm at, but I'm getting the vibe. This is the second time, and he was shut down fully here. Yes. And, and, and 73 episodes has never happened. 74. Maybe we're talking about something we're not supposed to talk about, even though I'm just talking, and I'm just telling you one of my life experiences, that party. And then, But I don't even know where I was going with it. I was going to tell you, well, this guy, maybe he has a good, greater cause, but maybe he's just blowing things out of proportion, <laughs> but yet I've been to parties similar to that and i have uh not at this other party i mean i have in that vampiric lifestyle i was around people so i've seen people drink blood you know so i don't know i mean i don't know what's going on out there but i think i think if you're if you're teetering on your faith you better uh you better book it full you better get in there and pay it forward and, and uh get yourself under control whatever you believe in and uh ride it out because uh i think some craziness is about to go down in this world man some craziness craziness and and yes, maybe my mind's working overtime. And no, they don't have me afraid because I'm quite comfortable with everything around me. But but I do think there's some suspicious stuff out there. If there's a thought, there's a way. If somebody's thinking something, maybe it can happen. Or somebody's going to put something in. I don't know. So beware. Take care. Freaks come out at night. Want some? Get some bad enough. Mm, knock one. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. They, they, they're making it easier to get weapons and God, that's that's your government stuff there. I'm not even going to go on. Let's just get back to wrestling because yeah, I got to go soon here. And with all these technical difficulties, <laughs> there's be cuts and come back. We've been in here almost an hour and a half trying to do this with these technical difficulties. I, I don't know what's going on. So uh, let's just uh, I apologize for me going. You, I'm sorry I took you down my rabbit hole, my wormhole, my <laughs> lost in space and time. And I didn't even get started on my thoughts of these beings or reptilians and Almost went there with the whole fake UFOs and the government ships and da 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 da. But we're not. We're just gonna. Mm, I, <laughs> see, once you're in it, it's in. Yeah, it magnetizes and draws. You got to get out of this here. And uh, Lord knows, I should have been watching wrestling instead of all this other conspiracy stuff. But uh, I haven't been. But uh, I know you said people have sent some questions in. You got some things going on. So yeah. let's try to. Uh, While well, we still have a few minutes here, redirect. Wrestling. Let's just. Spin this flat world, uh, this round world, this globe. Let's spin it around 360, and let's get going a different direction here. Because you, you got a little worried. I never seen you get worried before when your stuff yeah, started just, shutting down. Yeah, it's a little weird. It is weird, extremely weird. And, but is it? I don't believe in coincidences. Mm. Right? There's no such thing, right? I don't know. Well, eh, no, I don't think so. I think everything happens. <laughs> yeah, universe, everything happens for a reason. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, hopefully, who knows? Know. I don't know. Um, but well, um. Let's go wrestling. Like, let's get out of there. See, you're trying to go back down it. It's easy uh, to go down it. That's why it you is. see all these people go insane and just talk mad shit and ramble on about nothing. And they just start making stuff up. Your mind is so powerful. You could create anything you want with your mind. Your mind is so, so powerful. But if you think about it, everything on this planet was created because someone thought of it in their mind. And then well, we created it. This is Netflix thing on the human body, this show. I forget what it's called. Uh, human... Human something, but they have all these segments, and the first one was on the, your whole neural system in your mind, uh -huh. and uh, it's really going to help me training as a, a wrestling coach and trainer for wrestling schools, because like um, you get a lot of people, um, unfortunately, you know, not not everybody was given the same athletic ability or even uh, sense uh, uh, senses and 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 stuff like I get a lot of people on the spectrum in in the schools and stuff, mm -hmm. and they're slightly not enough that they can draw. 
acute disability or get help, which is a whole other thing in the world. People need stuff and can't get it. And I'll, I'll get Anna in here and start you on that one because she, she works with that. But that's a sad thing when people really need help and they can't get it because somebody's stealing it over here. But, but we won't even get into that or your stuff will shut down again. But um, um, it helps. It, it helped me understand the neuro, neural system and the different things about your mind and how it works and, and like how people have uh, when they lose a limb and they still have the phantom things and how they can put sensors and you can still work a robotic arm with your thoughts because oh. how you program and reboot it so it made me it gave me confidence that i think that you could if people are being trained so and they get disappointed if they watch this they'll help it'll help them understand that they can do it through the repetition that's why we, we instinctively as coaches are going repetition 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 but literally we know why we're saying it it's because our mind we do, you do something over and over your mind programs it programs all the little things in your stuff and sends it all through your whole body and and, and Anything is possible, so it's never too late to learn something. It's never too late to pick a skill up. You might not have that uh, body for it or uh, structure for something like that, or uh, and, or be extremely athletic, but you can learn stuff. You can. It's never too late to learn. So it's very interesting and stuff like that. But now I'm going. Uh oh. Let's stop the game, bro. Uh, I might just be technical difficulties. Now I just want me to tell you about the mind and how you can do anything. <laughs> Right. Uh, once, twice, three times a late, a deep, that's it. We got to get off the subject. Um, three technical difficulties in a row. And the last one was scary because the mics just started talking back. Like, like not through there, but it felt like the microphone was talking back here. And uh, I have a lot on my mind, a lot to say, but I was trying to get off the subject and go back to wrestling. So I think we better wrap it up with some kind of wrestling before we have another issue. Uh, I, I don't know. So, um, like, I don't know what I was going with. Like, I was talking about that dude and being over the top, but maybe, maybe he's just over the top. I, I compared him to Cornette, like Cornette stops legit. He just gets over the top, you know, uh, either because he's super passionate or, or, you know, or for ratings. So maybe this guy is the same thing, but Cornette stuff I all agree with. This guy, I'm not disagreeing, but I don't know. I'm not there at these parties, but I'm saying I've been to a party or two or three. Uh, that particular <laughs> one was the one that would scare me more than the other ones because the other ones I was Probably didn't know what was going. On. I, I don't know. If, I think I'm, we were talking about nootropics. I'm just, I'm just, something with the brain. I'm just rambling on here. So, I, like, but um, I, we got to change the subject yes. though. Uh, Jimmy, 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 and versus. Well, oh wait, before I uh, before we go on to that, I gotta say what's up, David. Saying um, he comes out, comes he listens to the podcast all the time. Uh, comes out to every convention or anywhere I'm wrestling. He just he just buys merch even if he already has it like from I'm, I'm usually working for somebody else so it's not me bringing this stuff i, I would just give it to him uh, at this point but you know they charge him and uh, i have given him some some stuff out of my bag but i want to say what's up to him keep banging and banging thank you for listening to the podcast and everybody that's come up to me in chicago and in the indiana area the last two months i've had people after people and i and i think nobody listens to it so i i want you know i tell you all the time i want to stop doing this and uh, you're like, oh, but then I go out there and there's people listening to it and they're like, you need to keep doing it. So uh, now they'll probably never listen to it again after that rant and uh, stuff going on there. <laughs> they're going to be like, what is this guy's insane? He's mad, you know. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I do wrestle as a vampire. What do you expect? So <laughs> so you're going to go to Jimmy? Who's Jimmy? Jimmy, 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 two times? Um, no, I'm the Usos. Oh, Jimmy Uso. I thought yeah. you had fan questions. Oh, Jimmy Uso. What about Jimmy Uso? It's going to go into a fan question. Uh, um, Or maybe. Uh, Jimmy Uso turned on Jay Uso at SummerSlam. That's what brothers him, do. Yeah, causing him to lose to Roman Reigns. Right. You said that's what brothers do. That's what brothers do. They always turn on each other. Usually it's a woman involved or money, but gone. Roman involved. <laughs> so obviously this is going to set up like for a match between the two. Um, it's being rumored that they're trying to save the match for WrestleMania. But there's also um, rumors that... Um, so they don't want to, like, they, they fear that if they hold it off to WrestleMania, uh, it'll get stale. In so the Jimmy turned on Jay, so Jay's baby face? If you want to say that. Right. But they're brothers. I don't know. Um, so what are you asking me? So what I'm, I'm, I'm asking is, um, kind of skipping over um, the storyline of what happened. Everyone mm -hmm. knows what happened. Um, mm -hmm. He turned on him. Everybody but me, but go ahead. You, <laughs> I get the idea, though. You go get ahead. the idea. Okay, so he, he turned on him at SummerSlam. Right. But the, the whole big question that it's happened to your knowledge is, they want to set this up for WrestleMania 40, which is eight months away. Well, first of all, let's cover the fact that I have no knowledge because I'm over here talking about demonic parties and beings and rabbit holes and craziness. So, obviously, I'm insane. Um, 
WrestleMania is eight months away. Yes. You ask, so you're asking me, can they stretch that out? So that the plan is, you know, obviously you hear these rumors online. That R- is, oh, rumors are online. Okay. That that the WWE WWE didn't, didn't say that. No, no. no. Oh, okay. Right. But um, so they want to save it for WrestleMania 40, but there's also some people in WWE that feel like it, it it'll stretch it out. And I, I yeah. Could they stretch it out that far? Possibly, yes, with all the Samoans in wrestling. Kishi <laughs> has, like, kids lined up. Like, he's still got three more on the, uh, three more lined up ready to rock and roll. Then that, uh-huh. that's not counting the Jacob Fatus and, 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 and all the other Samoans that wrestle that are all related in that bloodline that could technically come in there. So they could stretch they could stretch out indefinitely, you know, infinity, you know. There's that many Samoans that are out there uh, that can wrestle or are family-related in the industry. So uh, they could. Uh, would it make for good TV? I, I, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, I mean, more, I, was it Survivors? I, I, they could make it to Survivor Series. That'd be cool, but that's I, I, November, so. So with, with. Uh, how oh, would, not, would they still do Survivor Series? The Royal Rumble. Yes, they do. Yeah, Survivor they do. Series. Yeah, they do it too. Yeah, yeah. All right, so if you were... Maybe um, it'd be the Bloodlines versus the Bloodlines, you know, too. That'd be cool. Maybe. But um, he's... There's like, enough of them. Um, if you were tasked with the with with the job of booking this until uh, WrestleMania, how would you do it? How would you stretch out know. eight months? No, I couldn't. I'm not that... I'm not... I, I'd go down some rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and get <laughs> sidetracked from booking that. Like, uh, No, I, I couldn't because uh, I just... I couldn't even think about doing that. Uh, things change too fast around there. Granted, the bloodline thing—they did—they stretched it out with Sami Zayn and and all that, and and they carried it through. And they've been good with sticking with that storyline, and that's been one of the most entertaining things that I've noticed that when I have watched it. But um, I don't I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would stretch that out. Um, there's a lot of family members. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I just don't know. I don't know. And you said something earlier. Because the, the, the things that change so fast and the sale of the company, and I just don't know where things are going. When uh, October, if they finalize that Endeavor thing with the UFC or whatever you want to call it, if that gets finalized, and they go, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have crossover people. Uh, you know, they're going to let a lot of people go. I just don't know what's going to happen. Like, like I, I think maybe that bloodline thing will be safe, but... I think there's going to be a lot of chaos come October uh, into Christmas into the next year, and I think there'll be mm-hmm. a lot of people that go, and I think a lot of people might be newer people hired, but they might be more MMA crossovers or, or like your Logan Pauls or whatever. But you know, oh, so you did say it. something earlier. You um, you called um Jay a, a baby face. I had this epiphany. I had this epiphany. Listen, hear me out. What is an epiphany? Like when you play a flute? It's like a um, <laughs> thought, an understanding, understanding. Like, oh, I just, like you ah, saw something. Like that, like a light bulb Bro, went off. Roman yeah. is not the bad guy. Well, no, he's just the head of the family. It, I think Jay is the bad guy. Like, Roman is doing this for the family's you name. You think Jay's a demon? He's a bad guy. He's, think he's a demon? You think he's like a no, reptilian? He's, like he's jealous of Roman. You think he's jealous of Roman? Uh, if you think about it, Roman is doing this for the family yeah. name. And he's man. Like, I, I'm still waiting for like Alpha and Sika to roll out there, or like you know the OG OGs. You know, like. But I think they they approve of Roman. So if you think about it, they, well, Roman says they approve of Roman. Maybe Roman's making that up mm-hmm. in the storyline. Cool. Hey, there's a lot of a lot of culture, you know. But if you go by Samoan culture, and I don't know a whole lot about Samoan culture, it's gonna go by who's older. You know, the elders run things, and uh-huh. there'll be one the oldest. Run the things and, the, and everybody like the elders will eat before the kids eat and stuff like that. They're uh-huh. gonna serve the elders. So, so if Jay's younger than Roman, yeah, I think that, then that's it. That's enough said. Then Roman, Roman, Roman is the baby face, and then Jay's the heel. I think about it. <laughs> what has Roman done wrong? He might just be a spot at the table is where he's supposed exactly. to be because he's an elder compared to them. Maybe I don't know what their ages. Like I think their Usos are younger than Roman though, but but they might not be by much. I think they are, but um. um but yeah, I had that epiphany. Like, wait, I don't think Roman's. But I don't know. I couldn't book eight months out. I can't even book my life two hours out. Like, like you trying <laughs> to give me to book stuff out? Like, I'd have to sit down and go get the lineage and all the backups, Samoans, which I know got a good idea of some of them. But man, if Kishi's got his one son that's just playing football now, I think he's only in ninth grade. Samson, that dude's like a monster, monster. Like, is this just genetics or what they eat or something? Like, or well, is it a mix of everything? Uh, I don't know. I mean, kids are big by nature uh, now. 
when I think it might be all the steroids and the food and all that, but with the Samoans, they were already bigger than other people in a way. So if, if all the average people come getting bigger generations, and they're already bigger naturally, and so they're only going to get even bigger by generations. So it's just. I did, I did have a, a, a question. Because you, you're mentioning Rikishi. Me. Oh. You did. All right, back watching a little WWF. Like the announcers were pure like roasters. Did you guys ever hear what the announcers uh, said about you during your match? Like, did you ever get to? Uh, no, I would no. I would hear things like uh, when I when like Vince McMahon and uh, do something like say what I was like maybe it was when I was the Black Phantom. Uh -huh. um, I did a really terrible cover like a sloppy pin pinfall. Couldn't beat anybody with that pinfall. But I don't know what was going on, but it was a really bad cover when you go for the win. Yeah. One, two, three, I was on top, I covered it. But it was really terrible, really, really just not aggressive or anything. And, and they would be like, well, that was a terrible cover. And they would say stuff like that. So sometimes they would voice. Well, you can uh, hear it from the ring? No, no. But when you watch it back, oh, okay. like when you when you watch it later on TV or something, you'd be like, oh, man. They called me out on my shit in there, you know? <laughs> like, But then then by them doing that, I I got rid of that terrible pin, you know. I, uh -huh. I didn't do that again. So, um, but I'm sure they took, they make jokes and bro, the way they stabs. Wrote. The attitude era was a different time. So I it was, see, uh, bro. It was a different time, you know. <laughs> now, and uh, now I don't think you can. Yeah, uh, I don't see it like that. I mean, much. I don't. I mean, not, not to be disgusting, but you, if you were to fart now in the wrong way, you'd, you'd probably get canceled. <laughs> like it was an aggressive. That was an aggressive fart towards me or something. Because I was watching some stuff with Rikishi, and they roast this guy like. This uh, they are roast, roast the hell out of this guy whole match. Were they roasting him or just being entertaining? It was, it was very entertaining. Very entertaining. Like, it, was, dude, it was the attitude there. It was, bro. it was fun times. Um, what they say? Something like uh, he uses a bed sheet to wipe his butt <laughs> or something. <laughs> and they said you need a, a queen size bed sheet to, uh, to wipe his ass. <laughs> like, who, why? Why is he relevant in the match? It was hilarious. Well, they'd always say stuff about and hilarious. there was a lot of sexual indoors with the king and and and, and Jr. and. Bro. It was very cutting edge for that time, and it was it was fun. And then, then it went PG, and then you saw where PG went, and yeah. now you see where it's at now. So I, mean, I always wonder if you guys like, was it like ribs? You guys joking with each other? Did you ever like? Oh, I'm sure they were ribbing the hell out of everybody and having fun amongst their stuff. Oh, but they're also all serious because they have Vince in their ear. I wonder how much of that yeah, is Vince. Uh, it, it might be a lot of it because you know if he didn't like it and he didn't want it to happen, it, it would it'd be shut down. But it could be him telling them to touch on something like that, do something there. Everything's done with his approval. I mean, you have some some free will uh, wiggling room, but he pretty much what well, was, I don't know about now, was in control of all that stuff, you know. So, you know, he overseen everything. He was a, he's a, he was a workaholic for sure, man. He, there's 365 days in a year, he worked, he worked 600 days somehow. He doubled them up. <laughs> like, he was a machine. Still is probably, you know. I haven't seen him, sure I've been is. around him in a while, but I'm sure he's still grinding. Well, what we got, Raymond? Where we I at? Think we're gonna get in, get into some questions. I think okay. Should, I don't think that could lead us any in anywhere. But we should. I'm be. running out of time and all your technical difficulties. Now the computer's working fine. Doesn't want to shut down now yeah. or nothing. Yeah. You're right about the wrestling. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. We're in the box. The, the the digital box. Oh, this is what's in the box. Is yeah. It, oh, it's a digital box now. Okay, the phone. <laughs> all right. This is from Pat Adams, forty sixty nine. Who? Pat Adam. Oh, Pat Adams. Oh, Pat Adam. Pat Adams. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> hey, Pat Adams. He's trying to damn you. See, he's a demonic beast in the shadows over there. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, yeah, right. so go ahead, Raymond. he said, um, if you could go back to the Attitude Era, what's yeah. one thing uh, that you would like to redo if you could? And second, one thing you would have added? Matches, booking, storyline, characters. I guess it's kind of like the same question. Well, yeah. Uh, what would I redo if I could? It's probably nothing you've seen on on. TV or saw in a match itself, um, it had been more my my approach behind the scenes and stuff. Uh, my head was in crazy place, uh, a tox, uh, crazy relationship. Um, I just I just didn't show enough concern. Like um, I didn't invest into what I was doing. Like if you told me I had to lose in a minute, I'd say I could do it in thirty seconds. You know, I didn't uh, I didn't question my storylines. I didn't I didn't. I didn't put a lot of input in. I just took what they gave me and did it, you know. Uh, something that happened on TV, what could I do if I could do it all over again? Would be I would throw that script out on that promo with Doc Kendricks, one of the worst uh, black eyes in my, like, career is that, that promo with Michael Hayes where he gets bloodbaths where I'm trying to read 
in my head, I'm trying to re, re-say three pages of whatever the hell they wrote for me and uh, didn't quite understand. And, and I knew better than to do that, uh, but I tried. And then Edge, the smart one, um, he, he, he said a little bit of that stuff and pretty much threw it out and said, beware and take care of the freaks come out at night. <laughs> but trust me, he had just as much dialogue that he chose not to say because it probably didn't really make sense for, for us to say it, but, I, but yet I tried. So I wish I could take that back. That's something I would take back and change that you actually can see that's out there on uh, video. I would change that. I would have just threw it out and just said, want some, get some, bad enough, take some. Brood is here, beware, keep banging a bang or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. something of that nature. And then um, I think the second one was, what would you add? I guess, I, I don't know if that's the same thing, but well, if you could add something that probably add, did, didn't exist. I, did, I would evolve my look. Instead of uh, staying so long in a white puffy shirt, I would have evolved it. But I had to be careful because Undertaker had a certain look, so mm. you, you could go so much that way. So the white shirt would be opposite of all black, and his all black, and you had Kane in red and black. Uh, and undertaking a purple and black, you know, or purple and gray, black and gray. So you, you had to be very careful which direction you went with things. But I would have figured, uh, I would have somehow evolved my look and, and, and uh, went from the poet shirt to a more uh, uh, current type of vampire thing. I don't want to say Blade because then that started looking like Undertaker a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. um, So it was a tough one. It was a tough one. And I just chose not to do anything about it. But I should have done something. I should have done something to evolve my look. Were you, were you ever warned not to do it, or was it just common sense? Like, Oh, uh, it's just probably me living in, like, I know what will bother people. So, like, in my world of common sense, which uh, will get you nowhere, uh, you know, if you don't take risk, if you're not willing to, to go out there and fall down and scrape your knees, you're not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to climb a ladder. You're never going to get anywhere, but that you're going to stay stationary in that position. And that's kind of what happened. I had a cool character, great music, uh, Ring of Fire, all that really cool stuff. And it carried me, and it still carries me in. 25 years later, 20, however many years later it is, I still work every weekend, three shows, if not more a week. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it just it kept me paralyzed. I paralyzed my, I put my own self in a timeout in a corner just out of, I thought, respect or uh, not just taking the initiative or being caught up in my BS world with all the drama outside of wrestling and what was going on in my little circle, you know, because but I love pro wrestling, you know, and um, so, yeah, those are the mm-hmm. things, but uh, but my journey is my journey. I am where I'm supposed to be, and, and I'm very grateful you know, for stuff. In a selfish, not really selfish, but in a sacrificial way, um, your journey kind of um, helped probably hundreds of others because you're able to teach, like, in a selfish way to yourself, but it's like you, you taught so many like because you went through the mistakes and you went through mm-hmm. and it's Maybe it's where I should be. Maybe I couldn't handle. Uh, maybe like uh, if we go back to earlier in this podcast to talk about how comfortable I felt at that party. Maybe if I had more money and I had more elite status, uh, maybe I would have found myself in much more darker situations. And maybe I wouldn't be on this earth now. I'd be dust in the wind, dead, OD'd, or... Uh, or prison for something stupid, drunk driving or so, or who knows. Um, maybe it just wasn't something that I could handle and, and my energies, my life, whatever, it took me on the path where I am. Maybe that's just exactly where I'm supposed to be is, is training younger talent and talking to them and, and uh, you know, giving them some the basics and a head start on things to, to their journey, whatever it may be. A lot, a lot of the stuff you, you taught us transcend, transcends from wrestling. Like there's a lot of stuff you, you told me that sticks with me to this day. Like um, if someone gives you an opportunity um don't don't tell them that you're not ready or don't deny taking it tell yeah. them yes and then get ready oh these are all my mistakes <laughs> it's like don't don't turn it down just say yes and then get ready like yeah you, so things like that just, fake it till you make it yeah. Yeah. just a lot of different and then the, the jewel the journey the journey of the jewel yeah it's, yeah it's it's so many times like i'm working to get to something and then i get there and it's, it's not what i expected and it's like it's it's really the journey it was like, a journey to get there yeah it's, just the, the, it's building the character and come from your good, good memories, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. So a lot of stuff you say, uh, yeah. Sometimes I, I'm just talking out of my ass too, Rem. So. No. Really. <laughs> so I think you, in the hundreds of students you trained, yeah. probably in the thousands, or you, you know, probably how many lives like you probably uh, impacted. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I, uh, I'm just blessed, and and I'm, and I'm happy, and then um, I'm not bitter. I can say that I'm not upset about anything. I believe I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I think so. Yeah. I think so. All right. Um, Boom. Um, another question from Meg for now. So, yeah, he said, were you involved in a wrestler's court situation? No. 
I, maybe uh, no, not not never in WWE. Uh, maybe in England, maybe one time. I think it might have been I, something I, I, I did. Covered that on here. But yeah. have you ever witnessed any? Like not you being the guy, but you uh, seen yeah, another I, guy. I've witnessed them. Not that I paid a whole lot of attention. It'd be somebody they have somebody defend somebody. I, I can't remember all the details. I've witnessed probably lots of them actually. But, have, uh, has your input ever been like? Like hey, uh, no, nope, I never, never testified against anybody or, or defended anybody. I don't believe. And people just took it, took that serious, like. They, well, they had no choice. It was just part of the process back then, you know. You talking about the wrestle court? Yeah. No, what are you gonna do? You're seniors and they're calling you out oh, on man. something, and they push you through. It was just like being in a sorority or something, you know. If you, or uh, being a so no, in a committee or government, you're getting called out on something, so you're being judged by your peers. You so know, was like, his only wrestlers, or was any officials involved? No, there was no outsiders. It's wrestlers usually, usually all wrestlers. Um, what were some of the, the worst uh, punishments that you... I, none. I don't really remember anything. The ones except for England, they, they would follow it all the way through. I'd see where they would have a guy get in his uh, thong, wear a thong and run, just only in a thong, a mile down the street. Like, it, and they'll drop him off in the city and then they'll drive down the other end of the city and then they'll time him. And if he doesn't put an honest mile in, they'll, uh, they'll he'll get uh, more further punishment or more running or you have to do it again. So... I don't know how many times I've seen a guy just in a thong, just a dude, no shoes, no nothing, just like something you would see in Jackass, just wearing a pink thong or some kind of thong, running through the streets of some English town, you know, <laughs> or dark country road. So, so you imagine you're just traveling, you're riding back, you're tired, you're trying to stay away, and you just see this guy go by you running in a, a thong, it's underwear. He's probably huge and too. You're, you're, you're probably going, you know, it's kind of like when you get really tired and you think you see a dog run across the thing. You go, Did I uh-huh. see that? Am I tripping? Am I, I need to get some sleep. So Especially I imagine course. how many people were probably traumatized going, what did I just see? And they go home trying to explain it to their wife. <laughs> Love, I've just seen a man. And, you know, like uh, yeah. running in his bollocks hanging out, you know. Because, you know, a lot of times, I don't know where they would get these thongs from. It wasn't the wrestlers. They had thongs. It was so weird. But <laughs> England, English guys, they took the court serious. And the, and the, and the dudes, they, 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 if they were guilty, they would do it. And, uh, you have an yeah. upcoming trip to, that, to England, right? What's that? You have an upcoming trip there. Uh, maybe. Uh, no. Uh, somebody's trying to get me to come over maybe in uh, December. I know uh, somebody's wanting me to come over in February, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, no, I'm particular about the trips now and stuff. I, I don't want to say that I'm. Uh, it's a long trip to sit and to travel and the airports is all catching up to me. I'm not saying that I'm too old for it, but uh, maybe I am. <laughs> like, I don't know. But the sitting too long and this and that and the delay. So like, uh, like if I'm gonna go, it's got to be worth it, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I don't mean to be a jerk about it, but I stay so busy here and then with the schools and every the school going on and, and everything. I'm just uh, in a good spot, and I'm blessed that 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 um, you know I'm not stressing to go pay my electric bill. So I gotta go. I gotta go do this, or I'm not gonna be able to pay the electric bill. I'm in a good place. Life is good. My journey is great, and uh, and, and I'm quite content where I'm at. <laughs> gotcha. So we got a a last question here. Last question, because I I'm looking at this clock and waiting for you. But it's funny how there's no more technical difficulties now you're talking about wrestling. Right. Let's not even go there because we got to finish. Let's just wrap this <laughs> yeah. one up for it. It shuts you. <laughs> your biggest pet peeves when wrestling. So I'm guessing during a match. What is your biggest pet peeves? While wrestling when I'm out yes, there? Yes, it says when wrestling. Uh, oh, gosh. You're it, probably 100. The, yeah, well, there's a lot. Well, it just comes because it comes like because I start thinking of things as a trainer too and, and stuff. And not that I'm the greatest in the world or, or, or you know, I was mediocre by any means, you know, I, I just uh, I'm a fundamental guy. So it, it'll come down to like footwork and stuff like that but because I've always been involved in wrestling training. So I look at things like that. But one of the biggest things is when a uh, the guy always hands you his hand. You can see him backing up on the ropes. He's putting his hand out to be shot off uh, before you even do anything to him. You might not even be going to shoot him yet. So usually if I see a guy do that, I'll come in there and chop him or do something and then send him off. Or another one would be uh, uh, getting knocked down to be picked back up. Like I, I don't like for somebody, if you knocked me down, if you slammed me or you, you punched me down or however you got me to the ground, don't do that just to walk over there, pick me up, and do something yeah. again. I'll work my way up and stuff like yeah, that. Some that. of that stuff drives me crazy, along with footwork, a lot of footwork. 
yeah. Yo, I think what, what what do you call it? You call it something in practice? A uh, waste waste of the movement or like it doesn't uh, make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, waste of movements. Don't go around the world, across the street, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah you hate it. Um, especially in the corner, like in the turnbuckle, you hate it when we um held onto the ropes. Like, oh, when you're hanging on, yeah, them and stuff hanging like on the that. ropes, yeah. like, and that's yeah. how you get hurt because you're hanging on them and somebody comes in, you prepare, you get hit right behind your shoulder. Next thing you know, you get a separated shoulder. Plus, you're just hanging there to get beat up. You should be covering up, defending yourself. Mm-hmm. If they hit you in the stomach, you should go down and defend your stomach. Got to leave your head open. You got to leave body parts. You got to leave places open for somebody to strike you, or they're gonna force force a kick in or a forearm in in an awkward way, and then uh, you know, uh, square peg round hole. Something's got to give. You know, somebody gets hurt. You know. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> well, well, wasn't much wrestling on there today, but it's enough. But uh, it was going to uh, be a weird episode seventy-four. I don't know how that's going to edit it down with all those glitches you had. Um, hopefully, it was just a, a one-time thing, three times in a row. But we'll see, Raymond. But that um, was episode seventy-four of Fang and a Banger. We covered everything from. I don't even know if I want to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're at the end now, so yeah. Some of the rabbit holes I went down in my airport delays that I just can't get out of. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm drifting back the other way. So hopefully, when I come on here, uh, hopefully we might. Maybe we might have a new co-host. I don't know for sure. If we could work times and schedules out, Raymond, we might have a surprise in here. Um, so Looking people don't forward. have to just look at my huge head and uh, sunglasses all the time and listen to me ramble on about not watching wrestling. Okay. Somebody in there that's actually watched some wrestling <laughs> or forced me to watch wrestling too. But I'm going to get back to it. Uh, things are slowing down a little bit. Uh, I'm going to have time. i got to go catch up on so much stuff. I really want to go get caught up on the bloodline. I hadn't seen the pay- I haven't seen SummerSlam. So uh, I was in Detroit. I heard they set records there. So uh, um, WF, I'm, I'm so baffled. Like... I- there's so many people that hate. Oh, I don't know why people. Everybody's hating on these companies, right? So they'll show a WWE crowd, and then they'll, they'll show like an AEW <laughs> hard cam side. I'm like, geez, man. Like, there's some. Um, I mean, I think wrestling's good. Competition's good for wrestling, but uh-huh. people are really hard lately. You know, it's getting worried. So I, I don't know where AEW. Like, I'll see things where they'll add up like all three shows of AEW's ratings to equal one Raw rating or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've it's seen just that like, lately a lot. People are. Uh, Man, it just seems like the whole world, even the wrestling world, is just getting crazy. Like, I think as Americans, we're competitive. Everything, yeah, but, everything but, has to be versus. competition, I think AEW is very good for WWE in a sense because it, it forces them to write a little bit better storylines mm-hmm. and push the talent more in different ways and be more creative. So, um, And AEW gives another outlet for other guys that are not in mm-hmm. WWE to go somewhere and work. And, and they're more of a wrestling-driven company. It might not be so many storylines, but it's wrestling-driven, kind of like uh, more like WCW was, a lot more wrestling, you know. So mm-hmm. it's good alternative. And it's good stuff. But he quit hating on each other. It's just support wrestling, pro wrestling. Keep fanging and banging. Want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take, take some. some. There you go, man. See ya. Bye.